people spend a lifetime searching for their purpose. Come walk in my shoes as I find mine. You're now listening to The JK Experience. Going, okay, I'm gonna take full responsibility for the happiness in my life. Good for you, you feel you're talented in that. Pursue that, who gives a crap what everybody else says, right? When you are disciplined about how you take action on the things that you desire to accomplish, does it make you better? Absolutely. What's happening, guys? All right, we're back at it here on the JK Experience. Uh, obviously, Josh, and then we've got James, the main man, as always. Hey, how's it going? I'd like to say sidekick, but no, you're like you're literally just you're, you're right here with me. Man. I'll just I'll be the sidekick. I'm all right with that. All right, okay. Hey, I uh, hope you guys are having a fantastic day, fantastic week, and uh, I'm ex- I'm kind of excited. I'm I'm actually pretty. I'm a little bit nervous about. Uh, this podcast here that we're going to do today, I just, I'm not quite sure if I want to know the answers that you're going to give us today, to be honest with you. Yeah. Talk about throwing down the gauntlet. <laughs> this is going to be a, this will be a good one right here. All right. Um, for many of you guys out there that listen to podcasts, you might be listening to uh, the MF CEO, uh, Andy Purcell, and he's talking about uh, a challenge. And I know a lot of people have done it. Um, I know a lot of people personally that have done it. It's the 75 hard and uh, from my understanding, because I think there's a lot of misconception out there of what this is, and Andy will be the first one to tell you and, and really chew your butt out, out of it too. But um, from my understanding, it's 75 days. You've got a number of things that you got to do. And if you screw up one of them, you start back to day one, which that's intense right there already, right? Two, day, two workouts a day, 45 minutes a day, one of them has to be outside. I drink a gallon of water a day. You've got to take a selfie pick every day as well, too. Um, read 10 pages of a book a day. And then the big one, of course, is no alcohol. For a lot of people, that's a big one. Um, but no alcohol for 75 days. So anyways, uh, I heard this and I'm like, hell no, I'm not doing that. Like, why? No, I don't need to challenge myself. But like anything, it plants a seed, and uh, that seed is germinated and uh, has grown, and, and I'm going to do it. Um, coming up here, August 26th is the day that we're going to do it. And I've got a number of other people, which is great, because I've got a circle of people that uh, are going to be challenged to do this with me. So we're going to have at least, we're going to all commiserate together. Yeah, you know what? Accountability partners, that's good. Absolutely, like, man. You need that. All right, so today I want to talk about that. I want to talk about the this this challenge. And, um, you know, for me, there's a couple things in there that I know they're going to be challenging. And I think the beautiful thing about this is that, uh, just because these things challenge me, it doesn't mean that it's going to challenge somebody else. That might be the easy part for them. But, um, you know, one of the things that really held me back from doing this, and I want to think about bigger picture here, right? Um, I think a lot of the things that why people do not do certain things in their life that they know that if they did make that commitment, um, they would actually see that great success, but they're not willing to sacrifice, in the moment, what it takes in order to see this success in the future, right? Big commitment, Se- 75 days. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, uh, you know, for me, the reason why I want to do this is because I want to prove to myself that I can make the sacrifices, that I can stay focused on something uh, and accomplish another goal because I know it's going to propel me to do other things in my life that are going to be uncomfortable, that are not going to be fun. But at the end of the day, they are worth it, and the and the sacrifice is going to propel me to the level that I want to become. So that's my goal. That's the reason why I'm doing this. Um, 
I want to talk to you about this specifically. The reason why I'm, I'm bringing this up right now is because uh, really because of, I think one of the areas that you can help me walk through as I go through this. But for me, the hardest part of this 75 day challenge um, is going to be the no alcohol. Um, I enjoy my beverage. I enjoy my wine. I like, there's so many parts of my life that, um, uh, that, that have, I, I would say alcohol involved around it. you know, I mean, we have wine with the wife on Thursday nights, which is the, one of the funnest nights for me and for Kate. Um, you know, a, a glass of wine is a nice way for me to enjoy a good meal. Uh, end of the day. Um, we have social gatherings all the time that involve that. We have company gatherings that involve it too. And uh, for me, one of the reasons why I didn't want to do this for so long was because of that reason right there. I was fine with the two workouts. I was fine with the water. I was fine with the with the um, uh, the reading. And I was okay with taking the picture and whatever. Uh, but the, the alcohol was really the, my biggest roadblock. And I finally came to a like this come to Jesus meeting with myself and said, dude, if that's the only reason why you're holding this up, that's freaking pathetic. Right. Like I look at my wife, Kate, who's had four children and she's been giving up alcohol for nine months at a time. <laughs> I'm like, give me a break. 75 days. Right. Yeah. And, uh, but also I've always told myself too, and I don't, I wonder if like other people have said, or I wonder if you've ever said this, you know, because, uh, for those of you that don't know, uh, James uh, doesn't drink and he hasn't drank and drank for many, many years, alcohol. Um, there came to a point in your life where you just said done enough. Right. And we're going to get into that. Yeah. But, um, I'm, I'm wondering for a lot of people out there, if they use the same excuse that I would is like, um, do I have a problem? No, I, cause I could stop at any point in time. I mean, that was what I would always tell myself that dude, I mean, I could stop. It's no big deal. And there's, I mean, I don't drink every day by any means, but, uh, this was a big mental challenge for me to say, am I prepared for that? So I am preparing for that. You've got, I think, an amazing story about your decision to stop drinking so many years ago. So I'm curious for you, for, I'm curious to know from you, did you get to a point and you said, that's it, cold turkey? Or was it a process for you to make that commitment? It was, it was just right now, cold turkey. And two, two things, first of all, one, I think a big part of what you're dealing with is the cultural part of, of the drinking, right? I mean, yeah. it's, it's a part of our everyday lives. Hey, you want to go out and have drinks? Hey, let's, let's catch up and we'll, we'll grab a few drinks or let's grab a few drinks before dinner or you fill in the blank. Yeah, it is exactly. such a cultural thing. And I think part of that struggle is, man, how do I, how do we make those connections when we're not sharing a beer That's or exactly. sharing a glass Good of wine call. or whatever? Yeah. Good call. So and which is fine. I, I and understand this. I'm I'm not a teetotaler. I'm not I'm not opposed to drinking. Uh, I'm I had no addiction problems. It wasn't it wasn't an addiction thing for me. We're we're rewinding. I'm I'm 40, 44 years old now, and we're rewinding all the way back when I was like in my twenties, and drinking was the thing. Right? You would yeah. you would work all day. You'd get off work. You'd go out with your buddies and. It was, it was wild times for me back in my 20s. I mean, we would party, and there was some really, really hopping joints here in Casper back then. And uh, some of them you could drink at before you were even 20 because they just didn't card. So we, we did so much of that. And at some point, I, I realized that I was waking up in the morning feeling like crap, right? I just felt horrible. And a, a light bulb came on, and it was like, this was self-induced. You know, self-inflicted. I'm doing this to myself. So you know what? Hey, I'm not going to drink as much tonight when I go out. 
And so you start sipping either ice water or soda or whatever. And then ne- next thing you know, you feel up, wake up the next morning, you feel a lot better. Yeah. Uh, the big turning point for me was when uh, my oldest son was born. And he was born in 1998. And after he was born, I just, there were, I wasn't getting the calls from my buddies. Hey, do you want to go out? Do you want to go do this? Because I was a dad now, right? And I had to, I had to kind of toe the line. So I just, I just kind of put it aside and didn't drink for a few months. And then next thing you know, it was a year and then hmm. five years and then 10 years. And now understand full disclosure. It's not that I just don't drink. I just don't drink, not even on a regular basis. Yeah. There are some occasions where nice restaurant, a glass of wine, don't mind it at all. But it, here's the thing that's happened. It's made me kind of a lightweight not drinking because yeah. I drink a glass of wine my lips start getting kind of tingly and I'm feeling, you know, and I'm like, Oh, somebody else better drive me home. So, and then, uh, of course I have, I have some non-resident friends that come out and hunt in the fall and inevitably it's like a challenge for them to get me to have a mixed drink. Right. And so I, I usually do, I'll have one celebratory drink with them, but it's a, usually a mixed drink of some type and it's one and then to bed and no big deal. So I, I consider myself a non-drinker, but it's not total abstinence. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that's good to that, to, to give that acknowledgement there. Um, I mean, you know, so did you, did you like it? Uh, you know, when you were drinking, you know, way back in the day, was it something that you enjoyed? Like you enjoyed the taste of it. You enjoyed that. Or did, was it just more of the social gathering? This is what everybody else was doing. And you felt the pressure, not, not the pressure, but you yeah. just felt like this is what I should be doing. Anyways. Yeah. Social, totally social. It was the social aspect of it. I, I never developed a taste for beer. I've, I, I still to this day don't, don't like beer, uh-huh. but it was a social thing. And then I'll tell you what, you know, like a, a nice mixed drink, a cold margarita on a hot, on a hot day or whatever. That's nice. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's just good. Or yeah. a, a pina colada when you're, you know, on vacation, right. Who doesn't do that? But so I can I, see you doing that. Oh, your shorts. Yeah. Flip flops, <laughs> little umbrella in my drink. So no, it was, it was never, it was always just a social thing. And I think, I think that's what a lot of us do. Right. And then next thing you know, you're just, you're in deep and you're like, man, how do I interact with people if I'm not doing it over drinks? Yeah. That I tell you what, I mean, that's, that's such a great point because I was really thinking about that myself. I mean, I, as I'm, um, creating this strategy, uh, in order to have the success that I want in this 75 hard challenge, um, I'm thinking already, like, do I need to create, like, do I need to have mocktails? Do I need to, um, put orange juice in a wine glass? Do I, you know, like, what do I need to do? Do I need to just like, um, even draw back from the social gatherings, the social aspects, because I don't want that pressure. And, uh, to a certain point, I'm thinking like, no, that's a cop out. And part of this is supposed to be hard. Part of this is supposed to be like, where is your intestinal fortitude at? And what are the things that you really need to start working on? And, um, I mean, seriously, if it's not that big of a deal, if I say that alcohol does not control me, right, then I should be able to go to a party. I should be able to go to an event. I should be able to sit down with people and still be the same person and enjoy that moment without having to have a glass of wine or a beer or a mixed drink. Right. I mean, so part of me is just like, this is a pathetic way, but I also know myself too. And I want to set myself up for as much success as I can. Yeah, here's here's the thing that you're going to realize also. When you are in those situations, if you put yourself in those situations and somebody offers you, "Hey, hey, you want to drink? You want a glass of wine?" "Oh, no, 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 no." "Oh, well, you, well, you don't drink wine anymore?" "No, no, no, I just quit drinking." 
right? And then that awkward thing comes along where people are like, oh, I didn't know you had a problem, right? So I have to explain that all the time. Hey, listen, I I didn't have a problem. I just choose not to drink. Yeah, right. I choose not and to so, have a hangover. <laughs> and then it gets and then it gets weird and because then they're like, oh, well, is it okay if I drink? Are you are you okay if I drink? Like they're like, That's a good question. Yeah. So that was my next question to you is what was that like? I mean, not only just for you, but for the people around you. Did it did it ever make them feel awkward to be around you not drinking? Yeah. And I had to I mean, I just had to address it just straight up and I had to say, listen, I don't drink, but it's it's for no other reason that I just, I just don't drink. I mean, I, I didn't have a problem. I didn't go through rehab, nothing like that. I just don't drink, but you go ahead. Like it's not affecting me. I just don't, I don't yeah. do it. So one of the, one of the things that I learned, uh, so after getting divorced, I had to get back out there, you know, kind of in the scene and hey. yeah. So, and as you're going out to these functions, right, everybody's ordering drinks and you're like, I'll have iced tea. Right. And then so I, I realized also that people were like, were weird about that. So yeah. what I would do is I would, I would start ordering drinks like an Alaskan highball, which is ice water, right? That's code. Uh, that's code for ice water. When you, if you've got a real savvy bartender. See? Yeah. So uh, Alaskan highball or, you know, some people call them blue dolphin. I thought that was a little lame. So I yeah, went with Alaskan. Like no, 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 no. That's like ordering a Roy Rogers, right? <laughs> don't do it. No grown ass. Shirley man. Temple. <laughs> Shirley Temple. Exactly. So, um, so you, you do, you do things like that. You say, Hey, just bring me, you know, just bring me a Alaskan highball and they bring you a glass of water and then there's no awkwardness, but oh, it's like a that. thing. I promise you. And, and tell me if you don't experience a little bit of that. Yeah. I, you know, I'd say, you, you know, when we, when you brought that up, I re, I do remember there were times, um, when we would have a social gathering and my dad would even just say, Hey, listen, so-and-so doesn't drink anymore. So we're just not going to have alcohol at the party. And I, you know, part of me was like, well, that's their problem, not mine. <laughs> like, why would I, why would why are you going to make me feel awkward and, uh, and, uh, take away the enjoyment that I have? Right? Yeah. But, uh, you know, out of respect, you can, you, you totally understand why you wouldn't do that. You don't want to put somebody in a bad situation. Sure. And most certainly, because I've seen this before too, is that, um, for those that have stopped drinking because they had an issue, not because it was a choice and because they're like, Hey, listen, I just don't want to do this in my life. I want, I, I, I want to do other things. Right. For those that have had an issue with that in their life, um, it's kind of painful to see it when they go back to drinking. You bet. And you feel like, God, I hope I didn't have any part in reason why they're going to do that again. So that's so true. And and again, you you you're gonna have to now for you it's gonna be really easy. Hey, I'm just doing the seventy five hard. Yeah, exactly. And I'm just cutting out the alcohol. Yeah. For only seventy five days. Yeah. It's yeah, I, once again, I, this is interesting because as 75 days, I mean, that's a long period, you know, it's two and a half months. Yep. Uh, and I've already put on the calendar, all of the events that are going to take place and the situations that are going to, I mean, like we got, we got major league baseball playoffs. Come on. Like really not even a beer during that. Right. Uh, we have probably three or four events with the companies that we're doing on social gatherings. Right. And then of course you just have like a really great fall where you're on the back porch and you have the fire pit going on, or you're going out and then, you know, you're at the lake or you're, mm-hmm. you know, you're doing fun things. And to take that out when it's been a part of your life for so long, it is going to be a little, I mean, it's definitely going to be a challenge, but that's the whole point, right? It's about the challenge and it's about make, you know, what are you committed to doing? So I don't know, man, I appreciate the advice right there. Dude. That's, well, that, was, that was good. It's just some experience I've had. So, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, that's the whole point, right? You know, we talk about like, uh, why try to do this on your own? So first of all, you have to have a circle, but also, uh, we talk about this other layer of getting other people that have had that experience and that expertise in that field 
and like literally like you've had this experience. So it's just really good to hear from somebody that's been committed to doing that for 20 plus years, which is awesome. And to also see how comfortable you are with it, that you're comfortable being around it. And then also for you too, like every once in a while you do enjoy that. So I think that puts some humanism back into you, by the way, because that, that's a pretty amazing superpower in my eyes. Yeah, well, it's uh, again, it was just a decision you made. I, I, here's the thing: I admire, I admire anybody who gets up in the morning and goes to the gym. Yeah, right. That is, that's a superpower. Right. Right. I'm not that guy. I'm not wired that way. So, um, I just, I admire anybody that that has that commitment level. Yeah. Good. All right, everybody out there. Hey, listen. If you know, if there's things holding you back, I mean, really, I think the the reason why I wanted to expose this about what I'm going to be putting myself through is I just want you to know, like, uh, you should be challenging yourself. Uh, just because there's something in your life that you don't want to get uncomfortable with, um, if you know that's going to propel you to another level of your life, like you have to stop making the excuses of why you can't and start understanding the purpose of why you should. And uh, I'm excited about this challenge. I know that I'm going to become a better man, a different man outside of this. And I'm really excited that I've got a circle and a group of people that um, uh, they're going to be around me when we when we do this because you know it's going to take support. And you can't do this alone. You shouldn't do this alone. And uh, we'll see what the results are, man. We'll be documenting this as well. So, personally, I can't wait for the daily selfies. <laughs> I will tag you. Yeah, tag me in every one of your <laughs> selfies. <laughs> All right, guys. Hey, listen. I hope you guys have an awesome rest of your week. Thanks so much for joining us, as always. And we will see you on the next episode of the JK Experience.